it's wonderful how how the American people display their sportsmanship. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Whenever you are listening to this, this is the Often Daunted Podcast hosted by me, Burke White, brought to you in partnership with Big Banter Sports. Uh, Go check them out. Uh, Just a network of awesome podcasts right now, and everyone on the basketball side is so excited to get this season going. Exhibition basketball is nearly here with my next episode, just recapping how the Hoosiers looked against the University of Indy Greyhounds, I believe, yeah. And today we will be digging into some college basketball news, as we usually do around the country um, during these off-season episodes. I'm also going to be bringing you the usual off-season segment, with this week's being a quote I believe pertains to each of our guys' upcoming seasons and what they could possibly get out of them. But man, have we got some daunting stuff to cover first. I wish that I was just here to talk about what a great time my daughter and I had at Hoosier Hysteria because we genuinely did. It was a fabulous time, an awesome event to kick off the season. But unfortunately, I have to start the show with a much more upsetting subject matter. So in a little switch up from the usual off-season formula for these episodes, I'm going to start with the latest news about Indiana. So let's get into it. So, Hoosiers waking up Sunday morning, we're greeted with news of Mackenzie Mbako getting arrested for two charges of uh, trespassing and resisting arrest. The Indy Star, via Zach Osterman, reported, according to Bloomington Police, officers found, McKen- officers found Mbako about 2.15 a.m. at a Taco Bell on East 3rd Street after managers reported he refused to leave the property. Managers told responding officers Mbako was being refused service in the drive through lane because he was cursing at and being rude to employees. Police said Mbako initially didn't identify himself but eventually gave his name. Officers then asked him to move his vehicle from the drive through lane, and the 18-year-old moved into a parking spot. Officers then told Mbako he needed to leave the property, and he refused, police said. The arresting report states that at one point Mbako began to drive out of the lot, then reversed and parked again in a space at the restaurant. Officers continued to tell Mbako to leave for the next 15 minutes, the report states, resulting in his preliminary trespassing charge. When officers approached his vehicle to tell him he was under arrest and he needed to get out, Mbako refused to leave the car. According to the report, police said officers used a baton to break the passenger side window to unlock the doors. Officers then forcibly removed him from the vehicle, the report said. He was placed in handcuffs and taken to Monroe County Jail. The official IU statement released with the news of this was, uh, IU Athletics is aware of the situation. We will continue to gather facts, cooperate with, and monitor the legal process, and take further action as as the evolving situation warrants. That was from an IU Athletic Department spokesman. And... While plenty of Hoosier fans were quick to just drag this kid, this kid, he's 18, you guys can say, oh, yeah, that's old enough to blah, blah, blah. No, unless you served in Nam, I don't want to hear that. You're still a kid at 18. Um, There are degrees to this, to uh, offenses. And it looks like he will be receiving two Class A misdemeanors. 
to which I say, yeah, it's fair to be upset with him. It's fair as a fan base to expect more from him, to uh, hope that he can learn from this. But any freshman, if you were ever a freshman in Bloomington and you really like are condemning this kid, get over yourself. Get over yourself. Let he who has not been a dumbass freshman in Bloomington throw the first stone. Because it just sounds like that. Like, no alcohol involved, no nothing nefarious like that. It just sounds like a dumbass decision. And, uh, yeah, while you can be upset about the, the effects this may have, I honestly think that it could. <laughs> it's a shame to say, but I think he's, he's going to be willing to put in some more time. He's going to look to work a little harder. Anyone would, right? I, I just refuse to pretend like I'm holier than thou when it comes to stuff like this. Uh, yeah. the it, You know that the Bloomington police could literally just ask any kid what their cu- what's in their cup, any person on the tailgate field. And uh, unless you're, uh, uh, yeah, unless you're a junior in the second half of their semester or in the second semester of that junior year, unless you're a senior, they could probably arrest you if they wanted. It looks like they gave McKenzie every chance to get out of this, which sucks. Which sucks. Um, I don't know everything that's involved. I'm not going to pretend to know what would make him just push the envelope as much as it sounds like he did. But I'm also going to say that Taco Bell sucks. It genuinely, it's a notorious, notoriously crappy location. <laughs> and no, I'm not saying that is fair what he did. It's, not, it's absolutely not. And I do expect to hear something from Mike Woodson about this. Because this is unacceptable for the program. It, it happens, and honestly, it ha- every program has something go awry. It does. And honestly, if this is the degree at which Indiana has gone awry for a while and we aren't due for something like this for a while, I'll take it because this is a big non-factor. McKenzie can definitely learn from this. He can definitely grow. And uh, he can definitely put more into this program, Who uh, a program that is willing to stick by him. So as a one-time freshman in Bloomington, I absolutely stand by Mbako. I'm not going to condemn him for dumb, childish decisions. Childish stubbornness, it sounds like. He, he wasn't drinking and driving. He wasn't, yeah, drinking and driving. I'm not even going to, yeah. He, he, it sounds like he was just being stubborn. So ultimately, we can we can move on from this. We can all learn from it and continue forward with the season at hand, because there is basketball to be played right now. And luckily, this is enough of a, a small enough offense that I can say that. That I can say, hey, no, it, it's let's worry about some basketball now. God, it's tough. It's It was a dumb decision. It was a dumb decision. I, you can't not say that I did not say that. But there's no reason to hang a kid for his first un- dumb decision here. No reason to put him on blast like beyond all repair if this is the extent of it just being stubborn but yeah that taco bell does suck let's uh talk about that a little i mean he was there at 215 wanting tacos who let he who hasn't craved fourth meal cast the first stone uh that taco bell says it's open till 3 a.m okay if this was a matter of them not serving him unfair the extent he took it to but hey he made a stand <laughs> and Maybe you need that in like Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was a he was going to get what he wants at all costs. And <laughs> Mackenzie Mbako is uh, willing to put up a fight for what he wants, obviously. 
Uh, yeah, this is the spin zone portion of this Mackenzie and Baco story. Other spin zone, he finally stood up to corporate America on behalf of the little man. The backslide in quality amongst these food chains is getting ridiculous. He said enough is enough. I mean, uh, let's just talk about this Taco Bell a little. Yeah, I'm putting that Taco Bell on blast. <laughs> Might be unfair, but let's hit some of those reviews. And uh, thanks to Ant Wright for uh, sharing these reviews with the hashtag free Mbaco. We had Logan T who wrote in three months ago on that location. As you can see by the timestamped photo below, I arrived at this location prior to the posted closing time, which is also conveniently in the photo as well. In addition to this, you can see two employees, both of which let me sit in the drive-thru for 20 minutes until turning, this, turning off the sign. This is absolutely unacceptable. It is unprofessional and unbecoming of a business. I understand being short-staffed and all that, I do. Hell, I have worked in the food industry for years, including at a Taco Bell, and I can assure you this, behave, this behavior is absolutely appalling and not standard policy. Not once I was, was I greeted and told the store was closed. Not once did anyone try to communicate with me. Arispa W said of this Taco Bell, Taco Bell, more like Taco Hell. This is the worst Taco Bell I have ever been to. I've tried this location multiple times, and the service and food are both be way below even T-Bell standards. Consistently get cold food, and they are almost always, always out of something. Worst of all is the breakfast. If you eat breakfast here, expect to be sick to your stomach all day. I don't ask much from Taco Bell. But this spot is horrible. And and lastly, we had Venkat, v, Venkat M, who said this place is never open during its business hours. It says it's open till 1 a.m., but they, you, they always come up with some random excuse and refuse to provide service beyond 12 a.m. Terrible garbage. Hey, they said they were open till 3. Mbako got there at 2.15. So dumb to stick around and keep fighting, but I'm not going to pretend to understand what goes into somebody wanting to die on that hill and until Mike Woodson or anybody else makes a statement uh, I'm not gonna sit here and keep keep uh hypothesizing out loud kid he's a he's an 18 year old kid with a lot of money and uh, I'd imagine that I would have gotten into some trouble if that was the case I just hope that he can take this minor hit and uh grow from it grow stronger and uh this is not a reason not to support this guy. So everyone with the dookies in their shorts need to get them out right now. On to the other bad news from this weekend. We lost on Boogie Flan. You have the right to be upset that we lost on Boogie Flan. Uh, after the other utter edge job that Trilly had been giving us uh, for like two weeks now. But all will be fine. Uh, when this happened, I just had to remind myself. Two of the top talents on our team this year. I'll say I'll say t talents and not players because they have a lot to prove. A lot to prove, and it, I mean, here's hoping McKenzie also feels a lot more to improve, like a lot more to prove now. Two of the top talents in this program's recent history were relatively unknown to us in April before they were uh, strutting in the candy stripes for us now. The transfer window is here to stay. The transfer portal is here to stay, and uh, go for these home run guys. Go for these home run guys because. Hey, if you miss out on them, you have a scholarship available for a potential home run guy in the transfer portal. If you don't think that late decommits will be more and more aplenty when guys can stay another year and make serious cash while looking to get better for their initial NBA contract, you're wrong. You are nearsighted, and that is foolish. Expect some quality guys to become available. 
and Indiana to have some wiggle room and scholarships to go after them. With all of that dread out of the way, yes, we lost Boogie. We move on. Yes, McKenzie was stubborn at a Taco Bell. We move on. I had the, I mean, yeah, moving on from that, I had an absolute blast taking my oldest to Hoosier Hysteria this year. And uh, yeah, I just had a few takeaways from the event. And the first being, IU fans are the best, and we are pretty damn great. We are pretty damn great. That place was loud. That place was, I mean, it wasn't as loud as game day because there wasn't anything on the line. But nonetheless, it was an awesome environment to be in. Speaking of how awesome we are, Mike Woodson was quoted during the event as saying, it hasn't changed all these years. Indiana has the greatest fans in college basketball without a doubt. Of course our boy's going to say that about us, but nonetheless, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a little pride in that. Calbert Chaney, ever heard of him? Said we have the best fans and it's not even close. It was just a fun fan event. And uh, as much as we pump these guys up, I like that they pump us up too. My One of my, my vastly overreactive takeaway from this event was uh, we got shooters coming out of our ears this season. When when uh, Gabe Cups was going on his uh, three-point competition tear, I, I just found it hilarious. You you fell as if the whole like it it just felt as if the whole crowd was of a singular mind in being like, damn, can this kid shoot? Like when he's going through that those first through first few racks, damn, he you know he he's kind of making a few right here, and then the crowd going nuts in recognition that you know we've got one, we've got a shooter, nineteen nineteen for twenty five from three in that round of an undefended three point contest. Of course, yeah, no defender on him. And, yeah, you could argue that doesn't mean anything, really. It's a three-point contest. But I would argue, hey, a three-point shooting motion, like a three-point contest shooting motion, has to be less natural than a true shooter, like ripping it just on the dribble or uh, from a pass. So I'm going to that, – that's another spin zone. This is the spin zone episode of the offseason Often Daunted podcast. As for the women, uh, Yard and Garzon uh, tied Gabe with 19 points. Just – and that was incredible. God – it was awesome to see that pop in the crowd just as Gabe was being recognized as, yeah, you know what, maybe, maybe, maybe we got it. Maybe he can help the backcourt find some of that shooting. A lot to ask from a freshman, but he might be up for the task. Another takeaway I had from the event was uh, if we are ever looking for a full-court heave with the game on the line, that's Leal time. Anthony Leal drained one, and then in the second round of the dribble-pass-and-shoot dribble, portion of Hoosier Hysteria, um, he tried to do it again, and man, it looked close. It looked close before bouncing off the rim. His initial make of that full court shot, though, was like just the crowd erupts. The crowd erupted. It was a great time. My my daughter was losing her mind, and it was just it was awesome. It was it was great. Again, it's not live basketball. There's no defense. There's no yeah. There's still so much we don't know about this squad. But there was a lot of fun takeaways from that event. And uh, I'm choosing to see the bright side in all of them. We had plenty of recruits at the event. As uh, from the 2025 class, we had Malachi Moreno, Trent Sisley, Braylon Mullins, Xavier Robinson, Michael Chigozzi, um, all of which, again, are in that 2025 class. And we also had eight different 2026 prospects, including E.J. Hazelette from Franklin Central, 6'6 forward, Justin Curry, from Noblesville, 6'3 guard, and Dazon Hall from Indianapolis Pike, 6'3 guard. 
another takeaway from that event was uh, just the fact that Mike has Bobby in his heart at all times. And you love to see that whenever people's retrospective, like whatever people's retrospective views on Bobby Knight as the man is, what he did for Mike means the world to Woody. Mike sent IU fans a message on keeping Bobby Knight in our prayers saying, and I got to say this, when all of you guys go home tonight, do me a favor, get on your knees and say a prayer for Bobby Knight and his family, because I wouldn't be standing here. Make no mistake about it. Bob Knight is Indiana basketball. That's almost been like the mantra of Mike Woodson's entire campaign here. He's, he's bringing those old ways, those, uh, those, uh, yeah, demanding ways into the 21st century. And the program is better for it. We are inching closer and closer to the ever-elusive sixth banner. And that is all thanks to Mike Woodson. The final takeaway I had from Hoosier Hysteria came to me in uh, just by watching Mike's intro video, the Indiana basketball is the shit video. And that takeaway is Jalen Hoodshafino is putting on a clinic in how to be an appreciative one and done. It, making the final cameo in Mike Woodson's intro was just awesome the crowd popped for it there have been plenty of one and dones that uh you really 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 hold no love for the program and uh, it's a shame i'm glad to see that jalen hood is truly grateful for the time he spent here in other indiana basketball news that i should have brought up last week but indiana debuted on ken palm's rankings at 49 this season not much else to say about it other than hey it's time to start climbing those ranks this week, Isaac Trotter joined Adam Finkelstein on the College Basketball Recruiting Podcast, brought to you by 24-7 Sports, and uh, they had some really great quotes on the Hoosiers. Isaac Trotter said, You could argue that Indiana has one of the deepest front courts in, in college basketball. When talking on Kalel and how he will fit in, he said, That's where the Kalel where evaluation is different. He's going to have every opportunity to take over that Trace Jackson Davis role for Indiana, but there's no guarantee. He has to bring it every night, and I think he can. I think Mike Woodson will put him in positions to be successful. Playing with a pass-first point guard like Xavier Johnson will lead to beneficial outings for Kalel. On Mackenzie Mbako and his uh, potential ability to defend the three like many of us believe he will need to, Isaac said the thing with Mike Woodson is the defense isn't optional there. They have a lot of really intriguing defensive pieces. That's where I think Mbako can stick on that end. You have Trey Galloway, you have Xavier Johnson, you have Malik Renew, you have Kalel Ware, who all add different things defensively. I think Mbako is going to find a way to stick defensively because he's protected by some of the other pieces around him and can just focus on his job. If he's a 3 and D wing, if he's maybe a Big Ten freshman of the year front runner, I think you can talk about Indiana maybe being a second weekend team because that roster is loaded with NBA talent. I, I just wanted to, you know, take those out of that and uh, present them to you guys because I really, yeah, I, I really like that. That is some positive national talk on the Indiana Hoosiers, and I love to see it. I love to hear it, I should say. This week, uh, Rothstein, John Rothstein, released his 25 most impactful freshmen on, on his site and uh, had some words for McKenzie as he had placed him in the list. He said, with Jalen Huchavino and Trace Jackson Davis no longer a part of the Hoosiers program, Indiana needs to needs a go-to guy. It could very well be Mbako. After initially committing to Duke, the 6'8 forward instead opted to head to Bloomington, where he'll make an immediate impact thanks to his ability to stretch the defense. In less awesome, uh, less awesome national perspective on Indiana, 
the uh, Three Man Weave podcast had their Big Ten preview. And in regards to Indiana, they were quick to point out an apparent lack of shooting, but did give credit to how strong this starting five will be defensively. They had stated that if Indiana is to thrive, we will need help offensively from C.J. Gunner, Gabe Cups. All thoughts that I'm sure we all knew. But if you, I, if you want to see where everyone kind of stacks up in the Big Ten, they're a great podcast to listen to. Oh, that's a great episode for sure. In Hoosiers and the NBA news, we had Oladipo being sent to the Houston for the upcoming NBA season as Houston is trying to unload the Michael Porter Jr. contract hit. Victor being on an expiring $9.45 million contract in, um, while also recovering from knee surgery. Uh, that, that just sounds like, unfortunately... Many people are saying that he may be waived for that case alone. Speaking of waves, Romeo Langford got waived by the Utah Jazz just Wednesday. Now, hey, yeah, there's a guy that Jalen is putting on a clinic on how to be an and one. Yeah, you wish. Yeah, I mean, I guess Romeo's guy isn't still here. But nonetheless, I, I it just everything about how Jalen conducts himself in the NBA as a Hoosier, I appreciate. He He shouts us out. He shows us love wherever he can, when he can. With all that Indiana Hoosier news out of the way, we have we have we have a game coming up this weekend, and it's going to be awesome to finally talk about what I am seeing with this squad actually playing basketball. So I can't wait to record next Sunday. I hope you tune in for that. But first, we're going to get into some national news for this week. In your national news, Dan Hurley is gassing up the Big East a bit much, if you ask me. As he said on the College Hoops Daily Show with uh, Ro- with uh, John Rothstein, Big East basketball, in terms of a Georgetown that's back, a St. John's that's back, you know, makes it the best conference in the country. And I don't think it's particularly close. Because you're not even talking about, you know, UConn, Marquette, and Creighton, which are all potential national championship contenders this year. To which I say, I, I just say, shut up. This is Burke speaking now. Just shut up, Dan. Georgetown and St. John's haven't even tipped. And they are unquestionably back. Slow your roll. A little bit more on that three-man weave episode I just wanted to point out. Um, in their Big Ten preview. Which you should absolutely give a listen. But uh, know that Kai on the show is an absolute Indiana hater. But just some thoughts and takeaways from that episode. Uh, Matt Cox claims that Jordan Geronimo will blossom into something Hoosier fans will be eyeing and missing when this season tips off, saying, IU may look back and wish they had him thinking, we could use another guard. So, like, yeah. (laughs) While I did tell you to just listen to their show, they said, yeah, we could use another guard in regards to Jordan Geronimo. Yeah, like, tells you how in the know the national narrative on Indiana is. If Jordan Geronimo was playing guard, what, what, what are we talking about? <laughs> you can't say he's a guard on a national podcast, man. And as far as him blossoming, blossoming into something that we are going to be missing, I don't know what would point to that. Um, but only time will tell. So, hey, again, I wish I wish nothing but great games for Jordan Geronimo, um, just not at the expense of the Indiana Hoosiers. I, I very much do not wish great games at the expense of the Indiana Hoosiers. In other news around the Big Ten, Jackson Kohler, Michigan State big man, will get will be getting foot surgery and looks to be out until December. 
this is a decent hit or yeah a decently sized hit to a Michigan State team out of the gate as the uh as the backcourt is, is, is the backcourt is the reason that they are ranked where they are but that front court group will have to galvanize in order to make up for this lack of Jackson Kohler out the gate <coughs> with that foot surgery he will be missing the Duke game, the Tennessee game, and the Arizona games. Three games they will very much miss him in if uh, Xavier Booker and Sissoko get into any trouble whatsoever with fouls. Lastly, Ohio State beat the Dayton Flyers 78-70 to in their charity scrimmage this weekend with uh, Bruce Thornton, many, many picking as like the breakout Big Ten player of the year. Bruce Thornton was the Buckeye of the night with 7 of 9 from the floor, 3 of 4 from 3. And uh, four of five from the foul th- from the foul line in his 28 minutes of action. Yeah, sounds like it sounds like Ohio State has a hooper on their hand and uh, on their hands, and sounds like everybody's right to keep an eye on Bruce Thornton when uh, game planning for Ohio State this season. All right, guys, that's all I got for you on the national stage right now. We are going to have actual basketball to talk about next week. Uh, so please, please subscribe if you hadn't, haven't. I am so excited to finally tell you what I'm actually witnessing. It's going to be so awesome, so please tune in. Um, so right after this word from our sponsor, I'm going to be giving out those uh, just some inspirational quotes. Like heading into last season, I did some writing and uh, was just writing, hey, just a quote for um, Trace, a, qu- a quote for Jordan. Like uh, just, just, you know, something different than the regular just uh, – analytical breakdown and all that just uh something to maybe describe the potential storyline for their season and uh, i wanted to do that here on the show just give each of these guys on the roster a quote um that i believe pertains to their journey this season and what could potentially be in store for them so before that let's uh hit that word from our sponsor Thank you so much for listening, guys. I am working in tandem with Big Banter Sports, and I can't appreciate it enough. These guys have been a blast to uh, bounce ideas off of, to uh, get to work with, and I can't wait to build a uh, rapport with some of these other basketball podcasts, invite them on, um, just pick their brains, see how they view the Indiana fan base, and, uh, you know, set them straight if they uh, view it wrong. (laughs) No. No, I can't. Appre- I can't appreciate this partnership enough, and I'm really excited for what it's going to bring this season as uh, real basketball finally gets going. And also, again, in this sponsor portion, I'm going to say, hey, please subscribe if you had it, haven't. If you like the show, please leave a five star review. If you hate the show, just don't do anything. Just, just don't do anything, please. Thanks, you. <laughs> thanks so much. All right. Here's the inspirational segment, guys. We are at the dawn of a new season. It is time to get excited for Hoosier basketball. Class A misdemeanors be damned. We are on to actual basketball this next week, and it's something to be celebrated. College basketball has started. So heading into this season, I just wanted to attribute a quote to each of these guys and... uh yeah, it's going to be dumb, but that's what these off-season episodes are. They are dumb. I have sat here recording roughly 29 hours this off-season, uh, just, you know, just spinning a yarn of nothing because there's not real basketball to be had. I hope you enjoyed it because I had fun doing it. <laughs> but the last 
yarn spinning segment is this one. So uh, buckle up. Let's go. Now, uh, first first pick may be unfair, but I'm grouping in uh, quite a, a few of the unknowns and a few of the uh, potential bench mob. I'm this this quote go is picked. This is the quote I picked for jo- Jordan Rayford, Ian Stevens, Jackson Creel, James Goodis, and Shane Burke. That quote being from the turn of the 20th century Yale professor H. E. Luckick, who said, "No one can whistle a symphony. It takes a whole orchestra to play it." Those are some eloquent words, some eloquent words that just speak to teamwork, that speak to every single piece of this squad being needed to complete the symphony that I hope to God this season is. Each of those guys, their roles aren't going to be apparent to us watching each game, each game in and out, but their roles are absolutely necessary because they have to be giving the guys that are getting the time the best looks they can in practice, making them better every day, in turn getting better themselves. It takes all of them. It takes all of them to get this uh, season where we want it. For my next quote, I picked Anthony Walker. And for Anthony Walker, I, I picked a quote from comedian and actor Milton Berle, who once said, if opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. Anthony Walker, uh, big athletic frame. I really think that this guy could bring some stuff to this the, the actual play of this Hoosier squad this season. And I hope that he's ready to put in the time and... Uh, yeah, if if he can contribute to the squad, it will take him proving it to Coach Woodson in practice, in uh, in game, in every opportunity he gets. I imagine that these exhibition games, he will have some time. We will see what he has to offer this team, and I just hope he makes the most of it. For Anthony Leal, I picked a quote by fifth-century Chinese philosopher Lao Tzu, who said, "A leader is best when people barely know he exists. When his work is done, his aim fulfilled." They will say, we did it ourselves. We all know Anthony Leal exists. He's the hometown boy. He's the hometown boy. Uh, paid for his sister's tuition. Anthony Leal, is, he, he is beloved by this team. So I don't want to say, yeah, it's best that we don't know he exists. But uh, his leadership will go largely unrecognized by the rest of the country who don't know, who aren't who aren't locked in on this squad. And uh, I, I have to imagine he's come to terms with that. But as one of the... As one of the uh, older guys on the squad, he can absolutely fulfill a leadership role. He's been in Woodson's program enough to know what Woodson expects out of these guys, and he can he can uh, offer his service services as a lieutenant for that alone. So yeah, that was the quote for Anthony Leal. On to Jakai Newton. For Jakai, I picked a quote by Hollywood Squares host Peter Marshall, who said, "When we live, when we long for life without difficulties." Remind us that oaks grow strong in contrary winds, and diamonds are made under pressure. Jakai was dealt a raw deal by the basketball gods when entering Indiana University this season. That injury was heartbreaking. Uh, just, I mean, to watch as a fan, let alone if he actually going through it. Knowing that Indiana was coming and he was going to have an opportunity to prove himself to uh, earn some time. It had to be heartbreaking to see this setback unfold for him. But I, I yeah, I, I've always been enamored with just how explosive his play can be. And I hope that he can get back there. I, I, I hope that he can get that uh, explosive. I hope that that leg injury can uh, recover well. He can rehab well and uh, just get back to playing the game he loves the way he loved to play it. And with a leader like Mike Woodson, play it even better. For Peyton Sparks, I chose the quote by Abraham Lincoln, I will prepare, and someday my chance will come. 
Now, now you can say, yeah, his chance will come because he's in the rotation. But I, I, I mean, this quote speaks to his journey to get here. This kid loves Indiana basketball. This kid says says he dreamed of playing here, and he absolutely did the preparation in order to do so. He he put in the time at Ball State, like like it's like a freaking prison. No, he he showed what he needed to show at Ball State through hard work, through effort, uh, through character. With uh, Michael Lewis just speaking to his character. And now he has the opportunity to play meaningful minutes to really contribute to a potentially great Indiana team. So yeah, yeah, while while most of these quotes are for like what 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 could possibly be in store, that one's for what Peyton has already done. His chance is here, and uh, I hope to God he can seize it. My quote pertaining to Gabe Cups is one by none other than Babe Ruth, who said, don't let the fear of striking out hold you back. Gabe, we need somebody to rip it. We need somebody to just let it rip. Don't, hey, if it's bouncing off, man, you got to find the shot because we need you to find the shot. If you're coming off shooting, like, just keep going, man. I I saw 19 awesome shots. (laughs) That is your hysteria that I may just be high on right now. But, uh... I really think that Gabe Cubs can contribute to this squad, can come off the bench and offer some offense when uh, we need it. It's tough when you're it's tough when you're in a position that uh, you have to rely on freshmen to contribute in such a manner. But I hope I believe Gabe Cubs can step up to that occasion. As far as as far as practice partners go, getting you ready for that occasion, there's nothing like the sixth year senior who uh, is just a defensive monster guarding you every day at practice. For C.J. Gunn, I picked a quote by Lionel Messi, who said, in football, as in football soccer, in football soccer, as in watchmaking, talent and elegance mean nothing without rigor and precision. I'm hoping that C.J. Gunn can show off that he has brought rigor and precision rigor and precision to his game. Because he, he has the frame, he has the shooting, he has the ability to get a shot off. You can tell there's an inherent talent in this kid. We're absolutely going to need him to tune it up a bit from last season, which, I, I mean, I think he has. I, his shooting form looks it looks a little different than it did last season. He's, he's releasing the ball higher, and uh, it looks like a more repeatable shot than what we had seen from him earlier in the season, last season. And it's, all, it's just about just dialing it in and... Uh, Here's hoping that CJ can do just that. For Caleb Banks, I picked a quote from John Wooden, legendary coach John Wooden, who said, do not let what you cannot do interfere with what you can do. I, I think a lot of the times Gay, uh, Caleb got ahead of himself last season. Um, he, he's an athletic monster. He's, a, he's an absolute bass, like, Yeah, he's a total athlete. It's just the dribbling wasn't there. He, he was... Uh, it looked like a lot of the time he was forcing the issue. And if he just allows the game to come to him a little more, I really think that Caleb could contribute a lot at the three this year. From Caleb this season and his sophomore season, I'm just really hoping that he can make the most of the time he has on the floor. He can... We're we're not we're never going to turn to Caleb and be like, hey, now's the time we need you to score all the points. That's not going to happen this season. We're gonna need Caleb. We're gonna need you to defend your ass off, and we're gonna need you to play a role in this offense, creating for others most likely. Play within the realm, like the 
boundaries of his own game, and I think that Caleb could have an extremely pivotal role in the contribution of this Indiana season, in the success of this Indiana season. Ford Kalel Ware, I'm going to drop some Dune knowledge on you. Yeah, that's Frank Herbert's Dune. When uh, Frank Herbert said, without change, something sleeps inside of us and seldom awakens. The sleeper must awaken. That's exactly what we need from Kalel Ware. We need him to awaken. This kid has all the NBA talent. He has all the potential. He just needs to awaken. He needs to get the, uh, yeah, it's oversaid, but he needs to get a dog in him. And uh, honestly, I've said it once, I've said it twice, I've said it countless times. I believe, I truly believe Mike Woodson is the guy to unlock the dog in him. Mike Woodson took Trace Jackson Davis and made him TJD, like the most intimidating front court presence Indiana has seen. And yeah, I bet that probably pissed some people off. But honestly, the the sheer force of will that TJD was down the season was something to behold. And I, I'm so grateful for it. Um, unfortunately, it's time to move on. And we are going to need Kalel to step up to find the motor and to lead an Indiana front court in production and that kind of stuff. You know, not not really leading. Then we got Malik. Speaking of Malik, for Malik, I picked a quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson who said, to be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment. I chose this quote because I wanted Malik to understand that we don't need him to be Trace Jackson Davis. We don't. Nobody can properly ask anyone to be Trace Jackson Davis. TJD is a one-on-one. We need Malik Renew to be Malik Renew because Malik Renew is something pretty damn special in his own right. This kid's footwork last season, it's always the footwork with me with him. This kid's footwork is impeccable. He's a dancer. He just he just flows in the paint. He his his touch around the rim is superb. He just lacked the strength last season. Looks like he's got it in the bag this year. So uh, I'm excited to see how Malik can show Indiana fans a new era in the front court, a new identity, and uh, I'm excited to see what that identity is for Mackenzie and Baco. Following recent events, I picked a quote by Alexander Graham Bell, who once said, Concentrate all your thoughts upon the work at hand. The sun's rays do not burn until brought to a focus. We can't be doing stuff. Like, I just want Mackenzie to learn from this event, to uh, understand that he, he has too much on the line to lose it for just m- m- hills that aren't worth dying on. We're going to need him to step up if we're going to have the season we all hope for. And yeah, he's just going to have to concentrate. He's going to have to really dial in to uh, the tasks at hand. Last two for you are going to be your two captains. And for Trey Galloway, I picked a quote from author Robert Green, who said, The future belongs to those who learn more skills and combine them in creative ways. Trey Galloway has added a skill to his game every season. Each season. Like, you can you can rely on the fact that he will bring something else to his game. I am excited to see... Um, just next week, hopefully, what uh, what new skill, what new facet of his game he's unlocked. Because we're going to need every bit of it. Lastly, Xavier Johnson. Anford Xavier Johnson, just a quote I wanted to say, pick that uh, pertains to him in my mind, is from Pericles. Pericles, the uh, ancient Greek statesman in general, who said, Time is the wisest counselor of all. Xavier Johnson has had six seasons to... Uh, Learn what is needed from a leader of a college basketball team. And if Indiana is going to find the success 
that we all hope that it can this season, we are going to need Xavier Johnson to utilize every bit of that six years of experience. Again, experience backcourts win in March, and uh, Xavier Johnson might as well be a doctor in basketball with the amount of time he spent. So here's hoping that he will absolutely use the time he's had, even if it was on the bench. Just use the time he's had learn, like watching the game. If, if there's been a scenario in a college basketball game, Xavier Johnson has seen it, has played in it, has been a part of it. And I'm really excited that Indiana has the resource that is Xavier Johnson to turn to when uh, just the various questions that can arise throughout a season happen. Just the various scenarios that can arise throughout a season happen. Sorry, real last quote. Real last quote is uh, for Mike Woodson and his staff. And it's probably a selfish quote on my my end, but uh, I, I wanted to choose it nonetheless. And that is a quote by Paul Bryant, Bear Bryant, who said winning isn't everything, but it beats anything that comes in second. And Mike Woodson has displayed an attitude that he wants to win right now, and I want him to keep that mentality of, hey, no, we aren't looking forward. We are trying to win right now. I think there's a lot of potential in this squad, and it will take that mentality to unlock it in them. So that was your final dumb segment of the year. We are getting into real basketball, so that goes out the window. These OSE offseason episodes are done for. I appreciate you. For sticking with me through 29 of them now. I, I can't thank you enough. God, yeah. It gets tough once you start going through it. It gets tough. But we did it. We did it. We are at another season. Let's let's go. Oh, as I do every episode, I'm gonna get it get you out of here with a Hoosier history hit. This is your Hoosier history hit. For your Hoosier history hit, I wanted to get a little spooky. A little spooky for you. Just wanted to get a little spooky. And uh, just wanted to tell you about a little ghost story on campus. Spooky season, so let's go. No, I'm not going to be talking the uh, woman in black that walks up and down 4th Street. Or uh, I'm not going to be talking about the ghost dog in the IMU. For this ghost story, I'm going to be talking about Owen Hall and the arm-devouring girl. Owen Hall on campus, you'll know it. It's uh, one of the two brick buildings on campus. You know, just ugly. Like, could you imagine if your whole campus was just brick buildings? <sighs> Limestone is beautiful. Limestone is elegant. Limestone is, I mean, it just looks like it's forever. But, uh, yeah, I couldn't imagine. Owen Hall. <laughs> Owen Hall used to be home to the Department of Natural Sciences, where many students visited dead bodies and took them apart. Apparently, there was a dumbwaiter in Owen Hall to uh, lift these cadavers up multiple levels throughout it. But occasionally in the jagged, you know, bullcrap dumbwaiter system of old, some limbs would accidentally be cut off. You know, cool, cool. I mean, yeah, that's gruesome and cool here on Halloween. So just all, all the cadavers coming in and out of this place, it eventually became known that Owen Hall... It eventually became rumored that Owen Hall was haunted as all hell, with uh, people reporting cold spots and floating objects throughout the building. However, there was nothing confirmed until the early 20th century when a young girl was terrorized in Owen Hall. This particular nursing student was not liked by her peers. They thought she was stuck up and wanted to scare the hell out of her. So one night they stole a cadaver arm that had been severed and uh, took it back to the girl's room. They tied the arm to a lamp and waited and hid until she came back. 
Finally. The girl went back to her room and closed the door. The tricksters waited for a scream, or anything that would indicate she had seen the arm. After many, many minutes passed, the actually gruesome pranksters, like that is a morbid, gruesome joke, heard nothing. It was at this time they opened the doors and found the girl sitting on the floor devouring the arm. They hadn't scared her. The severed limb had driven her insane. There's a dumb Hoosier history story. <laughs> There's a dumb Hoosier horror story for you. So that was your Hoosier horror hit. Boom. Thank you all for listening to the Often Taunted Podcast. I can't thank you enough. I can't thank you enough. It was a long off season, but we got through it together. I appreciate you for being here, and I appreciate the fact that we are going to have some actual basketball to talk about next week. Please, if you haven't, subscribe to the show. Tune in for me uh, recapping the U of Indy uh, exhibition. And, uh, yeah, take it easy, Hoosier fans. You and yours have a great week. God bless you. Lux at Veritas. Go Hoosiers. Oh, yeah, follow me on everything at Often Daunted. God bless you.